Welcome to Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor with Sten Morgan, where we help financial professionals like you recognize and reach your potential faster. It's common knowledge that when an advisor switches companies, it's usually their third or fourth move where they land and ultimately stay the longest. But why do advisors leave their company and how do you end up landing in a place where things will be better than they were before? In today's episode, we talk with Matthew Williams, an elite Advisor Network member, about his experience in the industry. We talked to him about how his parents' debts fueled his desire to have a different experience in his own marriage. And perhaps most interesting is how he got into the business in the first place. We're confident you're going to gain some practical insight that will help you develop in your career as an advisor in this episode. So thank you for listening. Here's my conversation with Matthew Williams. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor with Sten Morgan. Uh, Sten is not here today. He is thankfully on vacation with his family for just a couple weeks. So Sten, I think you, you can listen to this from the beach. Hope you're doing well. Um, and we're here with an, an Elite Advisor Network member, uh, Matt Williams. Matt, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, Andy, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Hey, I'm wondering um, if you could jump right into because I think it's really interesting. It's everyone's origin story, you know, is different. Uh, there's nuance to it. And I was really fascinated by yours. So could you just tell me the conversation? I want to set this up. It's pretty cool. What was the conversation that you went from, oh, I should get into this? And who was it with? Because I think this is really interesting of how you got into business. Yeah, so I got into business. Um well, my, my backstory is uh, I was an engineer for 15 years, and uh, what happened was when I got married, um, my wife and I had some different ideas on monies, and um, I know my parents struggled with money for a lot of years, and it was very much, um, we didn't really talk about it too much, and there was issues there. So I didn't want that with my family, so we hired a financial planner uh, when we first got married. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we. Um, I want to make sure that you know we didn't create the same mistakes that both of our parents kind of made yeah. when it came to money. So we hired someone, and for for ten years, uh, we utilized. Uh, we met with uh, this advisor for years, for ten years. And um, one year, we had one one meeting. I sat down with him and got discussing future and what I'm looking at in my career and stuff, and. He kind of come to find that my he wasn't I wasn't too thrilled with my current career. I was kind of I don't know I had a, had a glass ceiling where I was at and and tell you that she wasn't wasn't really being challenged too much. And he's like Matt, you know, um, you're pretty good with numbers. You're an engineer. Uh, why don't you look at what, what we're doing here? And kind of like you know I, I thought started thinking about it. And I really did enjoy meeting with my financial planner almost every time. And so I decided to take a look into it and um, um, went part-time for about a year. And then I went full-time about about almost 10 years ago now. Now, was it structured? You worked under them with them, same company or what, how, how did you get into yeah. it? Yeah. So I came in, um, came in their company. It was a big broker dealer uh, type company. Yeah. And, and so we had a small team and um, I would uh, sit in on their, on their meetings and stuff and and then, then they would they would then also assist me with my meetings with my clients, my my first clients. Yeah. 
and um, got to learn the business that way um, through a, the bigger uh, broker dealer type insurance type agency. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this though. I mean, it's just that to some degree, it's almost. I mean, maybe it's not exactly the same, but it's sort of like your doctor going. You know, have you ever thought about becoming a doctor? And you're like, this yeah. is weird. You know. Uh, now I know some some advisory companies. You know, recruit more than others. Um, but when you, when you got, you know, sort of behind the curtain and kind of saw, you know, what happened on the, on the back end of the, of the company, were you surprised? Were you, um, like, uh, wow, this is simpler than I thought or more complex than I thought, because, you know, you, to, to go from client to provider, it it's, that's a different seat. You know what I mean? It, it, it really is. Um, as a client, I, you know, I, by, by, by doing the uh, all we did for 10 years as a client, I did kind of understand where they're coming from on things. Uh, but then, yeah, once we got into the business, there's some eye-opening things where it's like, okay, uh, didn't realize this, didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, however, but I, I still did um, love what I was doing. I mean, I got into it and yeah, there was some, there was definitely some challenges uh, starting out as, as any, as you would know, any advisor starts out, there's, it's not easy. Right. Um, it's a couple of years of just, you know, grinding it, grinding yeah. through. Well, before we uh, talk about before we talk about family stuff, I want to ask a little bit more about your professional progression, because yeah. there is this. Uh, I think it's almost this universally unspoken or whispered conversation about, you know, and I think Kitsis has talked about like most people where they land is usually their third place that they land where they where they stay, you know, and so. What was your progression professionally from the company you were at to where you are now? Did you go from them to where you are now? How many jumps have you made and why did you make those jumps? Right. Well, three is a lucky number, I, I guess you just said. Uh, so we made um, myself and uh, my two my two, my current partners, we actually made a jump to a, an RIA uh, that was located down in Tennessee. Um, and we made that jump. Um just because we really wanted to move out of the broker dealer format. What specifically though, and and again, I I press on this because I'm trying to think like the listener and they're like, but what was it? I mean, because why did I do it? (laughs) Well, and I, and it's not to be, it's not to bad mouth people. It's just, it's just information. It's not judgment. Right. But is it, is it just, Hey, like if I can do the same work, but get, you know, 50% more payout, like, come on now. (laughs) Right. Is it uh, regulation or or oversight that was uh, you know heavy handed? Um, was the training poor? Was culture bad? I mean, we haven't said who they are, so it doesn't matter. But what 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 was the draw? Yeah, a little bit of all of the above, Andy. So yeah, obviously uh, by making the move out of the broker dealer world, uh, you do keep more of what you what you what you do. You can. You what can percentage do you think you improved? Oh, I'm guessing. 20%, 25% better. Okay. All right. Okay. Freedom. Um, we're able to do more uh, when it comes to marketing, um, doing different types of programs. Uh, we're, we're the compliance role in, in the broker dealer role is pretty strict, which is good. You know, it's good too. We want to make sure we're not doing the wrong things. Right. There were a lot of things that we couldn't do there. Can you give me an example of something that you're like, God, come on, we're being, we're being silly here. I mean, is it like, because again, we want regulation. Like I want police officers. Why? Because I, you know, it'll keep me from speeding. It'll keep other people from speeding. If someone is speeding, then, 
you know, please give them a ticket. I, I, I we all want regulation to some degree. Uh, but at some point you're just like, come on, man, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to make a living, right? Like calm down. Yeah. So remember we wanted, I, I remember one, I remember one time I wanted to do like a webinar or, a, or, a, or some type, I think it was a webinar or an open talk. It was a talk, some type of, some type of webinar situation. And they wanted me to, to submit a script of what I'm going to say in the webinar, like a, literally a full script. I'm like, well, interesting. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to create a full script. Is, is this almost just too much work to do it? It's like, you know something, doing a webinar and getting folks to uh, get up, get it, get there in the first place is hard enough. But having me write a, write a full script of it, that's not going to happen. So I just kind of scrapped it. I'm like, forget it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to get in. So that was yeah. one of many examples of things. I'm like, it's just not worth it. It's not yeah. worth the hassle. We've experienced that in working with some companies that, you know, I mean, they, you know, if we linked to our website, they were like, we have to vet everything on your website. If we link to your website, you know, if you do a giveaway, but listen, like if they say, Hey, if you want to have our, our, our members opt into something, we need to vet that. Okay. That's, I guess that's fine. Right. But it's, it's almost like they want to sort of own the internet. And I'm like, you know, at some point you have to let people learn, you know, and, right. um, so, so, so pays better, uh, you know, a little more freedom on the marketing side. Um, what, what have you and your partners focused on when it comes to creating a culture that you want to be a part of with, yeah. with your new company? Cause you're all virtual now. Well, yeah, we're all virtual. And again, I think the biggest reason why we, why we made the move is we wanted to charge for what we do planning wise. Hmm. We had enough experience at our, our prior world of, giving away our, our expertise, I guess you can say, of yeah. the only way we get compensated is by that insurance policy or by that investment yeah. or the annuity, whatever that may be. And that gets old. Uh, I mean, I came from a world as an engineer where as a consultant, if someone wanted to build a project, we gave them a proposal and they either, they either wanted, did it or didn't do it. Yeah. So now what we do is by charging for planning, that's what, that's what our, our whole, we were, we're fee only, uh, uh, RIA. So um, if someone wants to work with us, here's a proposal. And now we're working from a, a, a greater foundation of being able to sit with a client and really give unbiased advice and, and, and not have to rush it, per se, also, because when you're, when you're, when you're in the commission world, well, you know, at some point, I got to get paid. Yeah. And um, in this world, you know, we're, we're, they're compensating us for, uh, for our, our ideas. And that is just so much more fun. It's so much more fun. How many years have you been doing that? How many years have you been able to charge for your advice? Uh, almost about two years now. Okay, great. About two years since we um, um, made the move. Uh, my partner uh, did it a little bit with the broker dealer, but it was it just wasn't working out the way he wanted it to. That's so that's why we got together on this and made the move. Yeah. So yeah. Tell, so let's go to family then. Um, where do you live? Uh, here you're not from Tennessee. I can hear that in your voice. Uh, at least not East Tennessee. Uh, I haven't heard any y'alls yet. Uh, so what what's your what's your family situation? So I'm originally my wife and I are originally from upstate New York. Uh, I moved down to the Philadelphia area in 1996. So I've been down here a long time now. Uh, so we're we're a little north uh, northeast of the city of Philadelphia, about 40 minutes in the suburbs. Uh, been married this year, 20 years now, to my wife, Maria. Nice job. Um, and we have one daughter, Anastasia. She's uh, 13 now. 
good kid. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it's all good. Um, love, love the Philadelphia area. Hate the sports teams. I'm a New York sports fan. I can't, I can't root for the Eagles. Sorry. I don't have to. Guess my religion. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're, we're in Philly and, um, I want to talk. I want to talk a little further back, which I think is fun too. It's one of my probably my favorite question is uh, when we do these: is what was your earliest um, uh, sort of what was your introduction to uh, strongest childhood uh, memory as it relates to money? Yeah. So there's a lot of early memories of you know not having enough of it. You know, money doesn't, doesn't grow on trees. What is that? What did that look like though for you guys? Is it? You know, growing up for me, it was, um, you know, just kids having sort of nicer clothes or their cars, their parents had nicer cars. We, we had fun, we had clothes and we had, you know, but it wasn't like what if I got something sort of cool, I got one thing that was really cool. I didn't have five of them. You know what I mean? So what what was the what was the early memory of not having enough was worse than that? Well, you know, my parents, they did a pretty good job in, you know providing for us, my, my, my one brother. So it was not like we weren't wanting for things. Um, my, my strongest memory is, and this is kind of where, why I'm in this business, why I'm in now is one of the big reasons is my dad sat my brother and I down and this was my, I think my sophomore or junior year in, in high school. So this is not, this is a, lo- a later memory. Not, not like well, I was a young kid, but I was a teenager by that point. And he basically sat us down and said, guys, the college money that um, you thought that was there is, is no longer there. It's, it's, wow. it's gone. And he proceeded to tell us that, well, you know, uh, my, my parent, my wife, my mother and I, um, basically, they didn't communicate too well when it came to money. Uh, my mom ran the finances in the household. And um, she came one day to him and threw down a bunch of bills and says, Gary, this is the deal. And the, the debt was just ran up. This wow. just ran up. And to a point where she couldn't service it anymore. And my father had no idea, really. Wow. And so that was a big deal. And it's like, okay, I got it. Community college is in my future, which is fine. Um, it's just, you know, and so, and that led to a lot of other things. My parents ended up getting divorced. And so it, it's a, it, it's a big deal. That was my strongest memory by far. Wow. And which then what my past, what we talked about a few minutes ago was that was not going to happen to Marie and I ever. If we, we, if we were to get split up at some point, it's not going to be over money. That's for sure. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Yeah. That's my strongest memory, and it led to it led to, it led to some good things too, which I can get into if you're interested. But but that was that's that was one that kind of you know if I can help families avoid that, yeah, you know if I can help families avoid that that situation, then that's 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 you know yeah I, I make money doing that, but that's also just uh, that's my why why I'm in this business is to help avoid that situation with other people. Yeah, right. Well, talking about things you want to avoid, I did ask um, in preparation, what was your, your something you wasted money on um, that you'll never forget? And I thought your answer was interesting. Yeah. So um, I think was it in college or right after college, I got involved with some uh, a company, multi-level multi marketing type of stuff. And um, 
you know, I learned a lot of lessons there, but it definitely was a waste of money. <laughs> and I didn't, I, I, you know, I got a lot of uh, water filters and things like that, and, <laughs> and which I still use. They're they're good, they're good products. So I, I yeah, 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 cool. yeah. It's it's interesting too. A lot of those, it's like you know, your product is good. Your business structure is just whack. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The product's fantastic. I, I don't have any friends today. left, but I got a lot of great water. Filters, <laughs> you know, yeah. So that was like okay. Well, I learned a lesson there. Um, um, but yeah, it was a little bit of a waste of money for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So let me let's talk about your the way you run your business now and the way you want your business to look. Let's just say in the next six months or three years, you know, you've been a really active member of Elite Advisor Network. We appreciate your contribution. You're always good to share the resources that you use. Um, uh, so, so what is it about your business that you want to see improved or different to mature in the next you know few years? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, so. Right now, we have a pretty strong structure in terms of my partners. We're on the same page with things. It's fantastic. We love working together. We have a great tech stack. A lot of different automate. We've automated a lot of things within our within our, within our system. Uh, I, I attribute that to my my partner Brandon. He's he's a whiz at that stuff. So we got some great uh, technology per se. But for us to grow, we're going to need you know a parapan planner. Uh, this very soon on and an administrative assistant that can work with clients to, and takes care of things like applications and just questions they may have, they can, they, they, they can take care of. So um, that's our immediate uh, uh, future is to bring on a couple of folks that can help us out with the planning and with the administrative. Um, we're not looking to grow huge. Uh, we want to be, Six, seven, maybe eight people between plant between planners and, and admin. That's kind of where we, I think we we be our sweet spot. Um, I don't think any of us um, are really good big people managers. At least we don't maybe we, we don't think we are. We don't we haven't really managed anyone yet. Yeah. Per se. Uh, so th- in my mind right now, that would be where we're at. And and if for some reason it's like oh, it makes sense to grow bigger, we will. Uh, but that's kind of where we are for the next three to. Three years or so would be our plan to bring on some more folks, uh, but not get too big. Um, again, my partners are Massachusetts, both of them. I'm in Philly, so we're virtual, entirely virtual. Uh, there's no office we walk into. Um, I don't have a whiteboard that we talk about EIN all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, use, I use a whiteboard on the on the on the computer all the time to do the same thing. Sure, sure. Um, so that that's how that works. Yeah. Um, Again, we're only we're only um, a couple, not almost two years. It'll be two years this um, November will be uh-huh. two years, um, and so we're still relatively young, obviously, in this business world, and uh, we're looking to uh, grow it out. Um, and I'm, I'm in EIN. They talk about you know Stan talks about not being that person. It takes ten years to uh, right to get to where you want to be. I'm not. I'm kind of, I'm kind of that ten year person. <laughs> Um, but that's why I joined EIN now, even though I'm 10, almost 10 years in, because I don't want to take another 10 years. To, to, I, want, yeah. I want to accelerate where I am, where we are. And, yeah. and, and this group's been fantastic. I mean, my brand and my partner says, Matt, I'm really glad you joined that EIN. <laughs> I'm always bringing good ideas to the table. And it's like, so um, it's been a great program. I mean, um, we're, we're, in, we're in the idea business. And when I'm working home in my home office here, um, you know, I'm not surrounded by people with all, with all different ideas. So uh, someone who's working virtually, 
um, a program like this is 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 absolutely necessary, in my opinion. Yeah. Or you already become stale. Um, you know, you're not thinking outside the box that much. Um, yeah. With this group, you definitely do a lot of thinking outside the box. It's great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your contribution to the community as well. I mean, yeah. something that we are really clear about when you join EAN is that we will provide you with ideas and community, but the only way that it works is if you then provide your own ideas, right? I mean, it's that classic story of all the people sitting around the campfire and they don't like each other. So they hold on to the log in their hands and they all freeze to death. You know, like you got to contribute. And if we all contribute, we all win. Right. Um, and so you have contributed and I appreciate that. Um, I, I want to ask you as we wrap up, uh, cause we talked about sort of the freedom of, of owning your own business. Um, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of advisors who listen to this, who will be, you know, you'll be able to speak to right now as, um, as you've matured in your business and as you've had a daughter grow older, um, you know, what, what would be your advice to someone who, um, what would be your advice to someone who, you know, is in the business, has younger kids, um, and just managing, Hey, I'm trying to grow my family. And I'm trying to grow my business mm-hmm. and growing both those things at the same time is difficult. So what encouragement or impractical advice would you give them? Then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, so my first few years in this business, I was, you know, 24, seven, 365, you know, on this business. And um, just because I didn't have the support system that I do now. So I encourage anyone in this business to find the people that can help you out. Uh, the who, not how type of mindset yeah. where find your who's that you can align with to for them, to de- them for people who are better than you at other things. Like For example, my partner, Brandon, is much better at the business side of things than right. I am far. Um, I couldn't have some of those clients we have now wasn't for partnering with him and have a person like my other partner, Chris, who does all portfolio stuff, find your, your who's because once, once that happens, if you have an alignment with some folks and you're yeah. not a one man show, a lone ranger, yeah, then yeah. you start really being able to expand and still have a life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's been my biggest, um, by doing what, what, what I've done, made the move and find these people. And sometimes that takes time. You got to vet, fo- vet folks out. Right. But when you start doing that, the better you'll be. The better you're, you're, you're going to have more time where you can balance things better. Yeah. Like when I go away, I went away last weekend to Tennessee down by you guys. Yeah. Uh, for a few days, and I really didn't. I, I had email kind of on the, but I didn't really do much at all. Right. I took care of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's just an awesome feeling uh, where yeah. your business is growing without you. You know, you don't have to actually be doing it. Right away, yeah. So it's uh, it's it's a, that that bad. That would be my advice. Uh, the sooner you start doing that, you'll be um, you'll be better off. Yeah, you're better off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and I and I and I know Stan echoes that. That you know, it's easy to look at people, and we had our in our last few episodes, few episodes ago, we talked about um, superpowers. That every advisor should have a superpower, um, but you know, for the most part, people have one, maybe one and a half. But if you can align yourself with other people that have different superpowers, then, you know, and I know everyone's starting to think about, you know, Marvel right now, you know, Avengers and, you know, but it's, it it is like that. I mean, you can do 
uh, a lot more good uh, when you align yourself and you trust that, hey, I, I don't have to be the only point of contact here. I don't have to know all things and see all things. And so, and I hope that's a practical encouragement to you who are listening in an action step is don't use your COI network just for clients. Use it for ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, make it so that when someone says, hey, you know, here's my business situation. Here's our financial situation. Here's our estate situation. You go, you know what? I have great news. I have someone that can 100% help us with that versus feeling the pressure of, oh my gosh, I don't know how to help them with that. You don't have to know exactly what to do, but if you know who can help them, then you're a massive help, a massive help. You are, uh, that's, that's tremendous value. Your COI network is valuable and you essentially can charge for that when you do planning is, you know, I, I am not going to, I'm going to quarterback this, but I'm not going to block and throw and catch. I'm not going to do all the things on the field, um, but I will coordinate those things happening and it, that's that's a huge passion of us at Elite Advisor Network. Um, and, and I would also say on a really practical level, just download Who Not How, listen to the audio book. Um, mm. it, it's, it's an incredibly simple and practical and powerful book. Uh, and it's so simple that you, you will implement it. You just will because they make such a great case for it. So, Matt, thank you again for your participation in EAN. Um, thanks for friendship. And um, thanks for being generous with your time today. And and helping these other advisors uh, improve their lives and their business. No, no. Yeah. Again, thank you too, man. You guys do some great work over there. And uh, I look forward to our calls most every week and getting on stuff and learning new stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, folks I've met through that group also has been, they're, they're, they're top notch. They are elite advisors, a lot of these guys and girls. They're, they're fantastic. So yeah, looking forward to bigger and better things. Thanks friend. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's member conversation. If you'd like to be part of our community of elite advisors who are working to improve their life and business, then visit stenmorgan.com slash E-A-N. That's stenmorgan.com slash E-A-N. And thanks again for listening, for being a part of our community. We appreciate you very much.